I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, now on to Dragons v Manly. The Dragons. Holy moly. Honestly, talk about some of these teams are so hard to pick. Last week, oh. the Dragons were done for me. The Dragons were done. I was going, nah. They just, they don't have the score. They don't have the firepower. Then they come out this week, and Benny Hunt is electric. And uh, they hang on. They are currently sitting on 20 points, which is equal to the Roosters. There are four teams. So there's the Raiders, Seagulls, Roosters. All on 20 points on that eighth spot. Uh, Benny Hunt was absolutely incredible. I think that, you know, at the moment, you'd probably have him for your Dalian Player of the Year. Um, In a landslide. Like, he's been... He's seriously... Without him, they are probably down the bottom of the spoon. That's how important he is. Timmy, what do you think about this game? Yeah, as a Dragons, try and pick him. Good luck. You do not know what side's going to turn up each week. Uh, with Manly... I'm a little bit sceptical both sides of things of this result because, you know, they lost Andrew Davey, Jake Trebojevic, Lockie Croker, a lot of pieces to, uh, all to COVID. So they're big outs in that side. Um, but, you know, the Dragons, they put it together again. They were pretty convincing in this one. Uh, and Benny Hunt, I don't... I struggle to see a team that relies on a player more than the Dragons with Ben Hunt. Like, I'm looking at... You know, the Broncos have proven they can do it without Adam Reynolds this year. Um, there are other players who miss, and you say, oh, geez, they missed this fella. But without Benny Hunt, they're just pretty ordinary in, mm. in 2022. And even in this game, nearly everything good they did was off the back of Ben Hunt. Oh, mate. He's so he's so incredible. Seriously, I'm so happy for him that, you know, there, there cannot be a person now that isn't convinced that he's developed into the player we really thought he could be. You know, like, he just he's erased so much of the nonsense now. I just... The try, and then to back it up, like obviously he had a game that weekend, but then to come out this week and he, what, he had two tries. Yeah, Did he have a 40-20? We had a, he had a key. His kicking game was great. I think he – no, it was DC that had an intercept. Anyway, he was outstanding. Um, what did you think about this game, Guru? Yeah, just, just on Benny Hunt, I agree. I'd have him for my Dally M, and I, I think he is by far and away the most important player to any single mm. team in this competition. There was the argument for Turbo last year, which was fair. We sort of alluded to this in the preseason, though, that Ben Hunt, he could quite possibly be this guy, and I think it's pretty evident 
that he is. They are just a completely different side without him. Um, and yeah, mate, I'll tell you what annoyed me as a fan. What a waste of a cracking jersey from the Seagulls. <laughs> that might be one. Of, that's one of my favourite jerseys I've seen yeah. in fucking so good years. To bring back the Pepsi Max and everything, and then to put out a performance like that. I mean, the Hello Sport Boys joke about it, but mate, every time they try a different jersey, it just yeah. goes to shit for Manly. Yeah, well, that's Hello Sport deflecting. Hello Sport are the curse. <laughs> we, we all know that Hello Sport are the curse. And look, I'm going to confront them when I see them on Wednesday. They are the curse, and I want them to prove me wrong. But anyway, can, can continue. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, in saying that, Manly. Like, I thought they were so poor the other night. I never really felt like they were out of that game at the yeah. same time. Like, I, I think Manly will still play finals footy this year, which when Turbo got ruled out, I gave them next to no hope. So oh, you reckon I they'll make the eight? Oh, I still reckon they will, yeah. Over Roosters? You, maybe I need to have a closer have, look at Yeah, the have a look at the I ladder. I feel like they're playing well enough. It's fucking... that that Because you've got 20... You've got seven, six, five, four. All and... Uh, yeah, sorry, you got... You got Storm, Rabbitohs, and Eels all on twenty-four points, and then there's a drop to twenty points. So they would need to be better than the Roosters. Yeah, but mate, the Roosters have got a pretty tough run home. Like it's uh, like well, Manly's. They, well, run. Roosters play Manly next week. Yeah, and then Manly have that, got. That's probably season decided. That's seriously. probably season decided. The Manly have got mm. Parramatta, but then they've got Titans. They finish with the Raiders and the Bulldogs. So I think Manly will win. A fair whack of their games on the run home. Well, who have got the Roosters got? The Roosters got Manly. Roosters have got Broncos. Yeah. Then they got. Oh, you fucking. Finished with South Sydney. Then they got the Cowboys. Oh, this Roosters run is not fucking. It's tough. Good. Yeah. Oh, then they got the Tigers. Then they got the Storm. Oh. Then they got the Rabbitohs. Oh, that's a tough run. It's a tough run for the yeah. Roosters. And I mean, we'll talk about the Roosters soon, but. I don't want to get too excited because it was against Newcastle, who yeah, are well, in, for sure. in all sorts. So yeah. uh, I, I just feel like Manly, I've watched them play great footy the last month or so. They've been unreal. I thought this game they played really shit and they lost by 14 or so in, in an away game. So, I, yeah, I, I'm not putting the Sharpie through Manly yet. certain set of uh, <coughs> lads from the nation's capital that we're not talking about here, boys? Or? Yeah, what about the Raiders, mate? Uh, what no, about no, them? No, no chance for eighth? Or? They beat the Storm. Soft draw home. They do have a, a quite a good draw rolling into it. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not putting a line through Manly, more just like, fuck, that, that eighth spot, it is a tough... It's almost like a, a comp within itself. Mm. So you've got those four teams that are all not playing bad footy. Like Dragons obviously got the bin over Manly. Manly have been playing good footy. Raiders have been playing great footy. Um, and the Roosters look like they're slowly getting back to where they were. Yeah, We touched on it off air a little bit, but you go outside of Penrith, who was slightly vulnerable on the weekend... To second place to sort of tenth place, well, let's say ninth place, any one of them could win the comp if Penrith managed to slip up this season. Yeah. Like, it is one of the most, as I said, outside of Penrith, it's about as open a competition as we've seen in a long time. Yeah, I totally agree. It's, like, it's cr- like, if Penrith were to have an injury or whatever and touch wood, they don't. It's honestly open side. I, I was just about to say, if something happened, touch wood, no injuries, mm. mass injury hits the Panthers. Who, who's your favourite all of a sudden? Fuck. Oh, like, oh, I don't know what injuries that would be, but whatever it would take for you to say, I don't think Penrith can win this comp now, if that happened, who would be your next best? I mean... Probably the Sharks or the Cowboys. <laughs> Fuck, that's a tough one. I mean, it's crazy saying that because you look at the Storm, but we'll get to the Storm. I, I think know. they're in a bit of I, I, trouble. I, think you, I, I, I know that you'll probably be hesitant to, but I think you can th- throw the Broncos up there. I really do. Well... All of a sudden, then your Roosters in eighth spot, 
Because, like, look, if Selwyn comes back and, and is firing, then I think you probably could throw the Broncos in because you've got Corey Oates killing it. You've got Selwyn Cobo on, on an edge <laughs> killing it. You've got – you could argue Paddy Carrigan is the best 13 in the comp uh, form-wise form wise right now. I know Isaiah Yo is the number 13. Um, then you've got Payne Hass, who you could argue is the best front row in the comp. I think most people would say he probably is the best front row in the comp. You've got Adam Reynolds. You've got Ezra Mam Young. You, like, they've got all the ingredients mm. to – like, if they – it's not like they're a team that don't have best in positions, you know? They've got a few positions where you can go, well, they're actually the best in that position in the entire comp. Um, you know, Katoni Staggs on his day could be the best centre in the comp. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for sure. But Penrith right now, like, even though they had a bit of a wobbly game on the weekend, they, fuck, I reckon when they turn it on, it's going to be tough. I sort of uh, derailed us there, apologies. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, 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 I'm not really manly out of top eight contention. I definitely think that they can still get there. The more I look at that ladder, I also – I can't see a world where the Roosters don't play finals footy, but that might, might just be history. So, Talking. well, then – so you reckon Eels drop out? Then? Well, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't know who drops out, but I, I think Manly are playing well enough to play finals footy, and, and I think the Roosters will find a way – to be there but you can only fit eight teams in there yeah. at the end of the day so someone's got to miss and you're right mate just having a look at Canberra Straw then it's good too and Raiders are playing good footy I mean yeah it's. I, I think that the Roosters um, for and against is, is going to help them mm. I think they're, they're, they're plus 79 Manly are plus 18 mm. Canberra's minus 25 mm. I think that will come into play a role um, I, I think Parramatta five, I think if Parramatta can win two more games they're locked into the yeah, top eight. Sure. I think that's all they have to do. You might even be okay with winning one game. Mate, I cannot top. believe the Rabbitohs are a win outside the top four. I cannot yeah. fucking believe it. Like, with, like honestly, eight weeks ago, I'm sitting... Anyway, we'll get to the Rabbitohs. Fuck the Rabbitohs. Well, mate, if, 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 <laughs> if, the, if the Tigers win that game yesterday, which they should, the Rabbitohs are one win away from being second. Yeah, know. it's that, that is really annoying with that Cowboys. Not not because I'm, you know, I love the Cowboys going well because they're Queenslanders, but it's annoying because it, imagine how interesting that top four would have become with those, with yep. everyone, you know, that close. Um, anyway, let's get back to Dragons Manly. <laughs> um, total derailment. Uh, but yeah, just back to the Dragons. Uh, who else played? Dane Laurie. I mean, not Dane Laurie. Blake Laurie. Blake Laurie. Blake Laurie. Uh, I thought he was fucking so good, and I think he's actually having a career best. What are you guys' thoughts on um, the pressure on Hook? I thought that came out of nowhere because I'm like, they're fighting for eighth spot. Who internally thought the, the Dragons would be fighting for more than eight? Like, I think your expectations would have been like that. Obviously, you have expectations that you speak to the players. Everyone goes into a season thinking they can win a comp, but surely the admin was aware enough to be like, look, we're probably not going to be pushing top four this year. Yep. We're building towards the future. We've got some young guys in key positions. Surely, like, the pressure on hooks a bit. Is it surprising for you, Guru? Or? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we said all pre-season that we thought the Raiders and the Dragons would be the smoky for the eighth. Shocked me what conversation are we having right now. Mm. The only pushback I was getting on that was people saying they'd be lower. No one was saying they'd be top four. Nah, nah, no, no. I, I think people thought really good season, Dragons could be sixth. <clears throat> Yeah. It's still a good knock in the NRL. Yeah. But I, I think the Dragons are placed just about where, where they should expect, be. Yeah. Considering, like, I remember at the start of the – like, if you said to me that Cody Ramsey was their starting fullback by now, I would have said, no way. Mm. Bud Sullivan's still not in this team. I, I mean, Zach Lomax had a good season. hasn't had a great season. Like, mm. There's been a lot of reasons – like, all, all the reasons why I thought Dragons would go really well this year haven't really played out. They're <coughs> still doing well for themselves. So, I don't know. The hook one's a bit of a – and just the way it – 
played out was very was strange. Like immediately they came out and said, no, that's not the case. And like reporters, yeah, they can have a, put a bit of mayo on certain things, but usually they've got some truth. Like, you know, you've had some experience in the industry. Usually before you write a story, there's like a source, there's some truth to it. Yes, no, maybe? Oh, absolutely. Like there's so much beat up around journalists, a lot of which is probably justified, yeah. but like it does annoy me when, when a journal comes out with a report of some sort and people say, oh, they've just made this up for the sake of a story. It's like, no, like they haven't just gone on board one day, let's come up with something to, just yep. to start a conversation. Like there's information coming from somewhere generally who they trust pretty well. So obviously this is a general view, but um, often when there's smoke, there's fire. Mm. And like, I think also people may not understand and, and look, you could argue it's on the journalist's integrity to make sure there's more than one source. But sometimes journalists are used by clubs, used in quotation marks, where a club is trying to set an agenda so they'll go, oh, mate, you know, I've heard fucking blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then the, the journal goes, oh, well, it's a pretty high up person if I can say it, then it must be true. And they, they write the story. Or also, I do think, and look, I, there are some journos that just go way overboard um, with, with the mayo. But also sometimes journos release a story and things change. Like, yeah, exactly Things right. change. Like decisions, like, there are admins that one day are about to sack a coach and it's like fucking done and then 24 hours happen and it's changed. And that, it's not like the the reporter got the wrong information. It's just things change. Yeah, and look, an example might be um, Vossi or someone. Vossi came out and was, was throwing a few things out there around like a, a Reese Walsh to Melbourne mid-season. Maybe it's happening. People saying, oh, he was just speculating. It's like, well, maybe there is chat of it and maybe Melbourne are trying to do it. Well, if it doesn't eventuate and, and they keep it um, private and it doesn't come out, they might be saying, what horrible information has made that crap up for no reason? Well, no, as you said, it might have absolutely been in the worst. It just hasn't come out and eventuated that way because things change. Yeah, so. yeah. Like, I mean, look, look to your own life. Like, how many things change in your own life? Me running a business, like, we have a bunch of ideas that we're about to execute mm. and then we don't. And as I said, I, 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 I personally believe a lot of journos get um, the rough end of the stick. There are just a few bad apples where they just... I don't mind the speculation. It's when you get into that real negative gross territory where they're like crack, having a crack at a player or whatever. But um, yeah, a lot of journos, like the ones that I've dealt with, have been good. Just They're just normal people fucking trying to do their job. They've got the information. They're going to release it. There's a few who spoil it for the rest of us. Exactly. And it's, <laughs> it's like anything. It's like footy players. There's a few fucking dumb footy players that make a lot of footy players look bad. Um, so yeah, that, that, that whole situation was bizarre. So I don't know. Where, is there conflicting factions in the dragons it's is it are they negotiating an extension and they're trying to get him to sign for i don't know it's it was bizarre but i don't think um hook should be under pressure yet i think he deserves another year i do think that the dragons need to probably like they went the money ball in quotation marks route i think that that's good for the like the first 12 months i think that and i'm sure they do but I do think I, as a, if I was a Dragons fan, I would like to see a plan in place for like not just a money ball approach, a now we're here to win comps kind of mm. shit. And I wonder who they're trying to get. So who have they got that's coming next year? They've got, um, oh, fuck, who's, didn't they just sign someone for next year? Anyway. Who are they losing? They're losing Sims? Is that losing Sims? Sims? They... They're losing Sims. They're not really... I think there's been a lot of movement. And so that's there. like that's where I'm a bit surprised with the Dragons is like, from my understanding, their salary cap isn't too stuffed up. Maybe you're thinking that they just lost my, uh, Josh Maguire. 
Yeah, he just signed with uh, Warrington Wolves, yep. didn't he? Yeah. And so that's what I'm a bit surprised with the Dragons is, oh, Aaron Woods may sign with the Tigers. That's what it is. They haven't really gone aggressively into the market. And surely they've got money there because, you know, Tarek would have been on a good whack. Um, you know, you look at like Blake Laurie, he wouldn't be on massive coin. DeBellin also probably not a massive coin this year. Well, I think a lot of it comes down to uh, Ben Hunt's off contract at the end of this season, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. I mean, uh, next, next season. season isn't. Okay. So, so can he start negotiating? He can start negotiating November 1st this year no, then? Is negotiating that? with other clubs, yeah. Yeah. But I think he's already, they're already beginning negotiations. Um, yeah. So, uh, as a Dragons fan, I would be a bit like, what, what's the plan? Like, what? Who have we got coming next year? Because mm. there's no denying they need someone. Like they need to go into the market. And I just I'm looking at this roster now, and it honestly looks like it's going to be a pretty similar roster going into next year. I, I think we'll see a uh, Ben Hunt, Wayne Bennett, Milford homecoming. Really? I reckon. Yeah. Finish his career. I tell up you in what, Queensland. if they could, well, well, so you reckon you'll get an early release? Oh, I don't know if we get an early release, but I, I reckon that's where we'll end up. If so they don't land Munster. Hunt. Yeah, possibly. All right, um, time for our weekly Redcliffe Munster chat. <laughs> so recent report... I missed it last week. Uh, our recent report has come out, said they're willing to offer $1.3 million. Was it Shandor that wasn't agreeing with us or was it you that wasn't agreeing? No, it was Shandor that... Shandor, he was yeah. like, no way. They're getting up. It's going up and up and up. I think Ooh. we were saying 1.5 and he was saying that's crazy. There's crazy. no way that could happen, but... Mate, I reckon... I seriously reckon there's conversations around the 1.5 because you've got to spend the cap. Yeah. You've got to spend the cap. And once again, I come back to that point. If they have got a Cameron Munster, as opposed to who else they would get, what are you going to do with that 200K that's going to cover having Munster in the yeah. building? Like seriously, you get a fringing, yeah. like a, a fringed player that could, may or may not work out. Mate, oh, look, I seriously think that... Um, it's it's 1.3 now reportedly. Again, it's not confirmed, but 1.3 reportedly. That's now. Imagine in 12 months' time when yeah, the pressure is getting up. ramped up yeah. even further, and they're not playing finals footy. They haven't signed a superstar yet. If you could pay, here's a good one: 1.3 Munster, 1.3 Benny Hunt. You go with Munster. 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 Is yeah. that purely because of age? Yes. Oh, if, if I'm looking to lead a team around, I, I think Ben Hunt's the better guy to go with. Yeah, because be he's the structured seven. He's the structured seven. Mm. Um, but just age, I mean, Ben Hunt's 32. Next year will be 33. If he doesn't get an early release, he'll be 34 on arrival. Yeah, quite old. What and then reckon, all mate? of a sudden, you're going to have the Dolphins who are going to have to retire. Felice Cafusi, Jesse Bromwich, Ben Hunt. All in, all in one time. season. Uh, definitely, definitely Munster. Definitely Munster. 100, yeah. What about Benny Hunt, 800K, Munster 1.3? See, in that case, I'd still go Munster because money isn't an issue for the Dolphins. Because, they, yeah, their cap's not squeezed up. They're such a unique circumstance, yeah. aren't they? Yep. Mate, it's just like Munster's position right now, you could not have wished for a better scenario. Mm. A club that is starting from scratch, that is, that's had a bunch of – because Wayne Bennett came out and said that a lot of uh, footy players need to grow up um, because – what, can you find the quote for me? Basically, it was a response to they had players that had verbal agreements that had backflipped on the verbal agreements. And so Wayne Bennett was saying a lot of these young players need to grow up and I guess become men or whatever. Um, thoughts on that? Yeah, I, 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 I want to hear the exact quote when, when Maddie's got it. I got but pretty bang on. Yeah. So there was certainly, this is Wayne Bennett talking. There were certainly two guys that had committed, done the deal, everything was done, they had a change of heart. I don't know if it's the manager. Everyone's a part of it. 
It's like a lot of things in life. We blame everyone else, the referees, the manager. That's the problem with a lot of these players at the moment. They're not growing up. Everyone's protecting them. You know what? I tend to agree with him. I don't think he's wrong, yeah. Because, like, if you verbally agree to something, I believe you should follow through with it. I, I, I just think that your word is like, what, what, at, like, at the end of the day, what else do you have other than your word? Like, seriously, you don't, you have nothing. It's your reputation. Like, and also, over what? Like, a couple of hundred grand? Yeah. Who gives a, f- yeah. like, when you're that high? And, I mean, if you're, you know, could it really be that bad going to play under Wayne Bennett? <laughs> Living no. in Redcliffe. Living in Redcliffe. <laughs> tough life. Mate, tough life. You're on, a, you're on 800K or 700K. No, I have to agree with Bennett. I think if you verbally agree to something, and I don't mean just like, oh, yeah, 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 in a, in a quick, like, I mean, a, this is the offer. Do you take it? Yes, I take it. We, it's a done deal. I think this whole, oh, it, it wasn't signed, it wasn't signed. I think that's a, that's a really slimy way of getting out of shit. Like it's but, like, uh, I mean, the, the, the Dolphins' emergence would be Super Bowl for so many managers out there. Oh, man. Like, it's just the perfect situation for them. But, I, but I, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, if, if a player has said, not a manager, a manager that's it's not his – if a player has said, yes, I agree, let's do it, yeah. then you follow through with it, no matter what, in my opinion. Um, I think though, like we have made the point on a number of occasions. You spoke about in your career as well that you know when these guys are young, the like these managers are these such alphas in these oh, situations. For it's sure. tough. Um, but is, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, you, you're right. You're absolutely right. Like the manager can manipulate a young man because mm. he's a, he's an older, you know, whatever. But it, and that may be true. I still believe, and, it, and it's to Bennett's point. Boys, you are 18 years old. Yeah, like, it's your call. It's your day. call. Yeah. It's your call. Um, you know, like you could argue my me me following through on mine, you could argue me going to the Warriors ruined my career, but I still don't regret it. Like I still don't regret I could have easily backflipped. I didn't sign anything. Could have easily got more money, like a lot more money, but I was like, no, I agree to it. Um, you know, look, if blokes can go and fight for this country when they're 18, you can fucking be responsible for your word. Um, and, and women as well fight for this country. Um Anyway, that took a detour. Our weekly that is our <laughs> weekly Redcliffe chat, all done and dusted. Talking See you about, next week. Yeah, moral and ethics and sticking to your word. Um, <laughs> now uh, on to so dragons. Look, I I think that the hook has actually done a great job with the squad they've got. My concern for the dragons going forward is is recruitment, and I'm sure there's. Let us know in the comments section. I'm sure there's some dragons fans out there that know about some recruits that have been brought in. Um, but from my understanding, it doesn't. Their recruitment doesn't really excite me the way, say, a Bulldogs recruitment excites me for next year. Even a Tigers recruitment excites me for next year. And and like, you, you, could, you could probably make the argument they're both equally the equal distance away from a premiership. I know that you know, Dragons may be fighting to play top eight footy, but the distance between, like, the Tigers are just as likely to win a comp in the next couple of years. With the roster that they've got, again, I know the history, Rara. Um, so I don't understand why they're not aggressively going into the market. Uh, Manly, we've spoken a bit about them, but um, DCE, is this like the best year of his career, seriously? Attacking wise, he's been incredible this year. Yeah, he's been. I think his defense great. is like. It's improving. Improved him yeah. because 19 tackles, zero misses on the weekend. And there were a few times where he could have turned in and done, you know, had his. I think the Queensland camp has actually helped. DC tremendously. Like I really think his defense has improved um, with this the little amount of you know mm. evidence that we have. But game three, I thought he was really good. 
And ever since he's come back, I, th- I think he's been quite solid. Like, put it this way, I don't feel like Manly's edge, that edge looks anywhere near as brittle as it was looking fucking yeah, a few weeks ago. Four to six weeks ago. What do you reckon about Manly? Where do you reckon they're going to finish, Timmy, and how do you reckon they're going? Uh, every chance for the top eight. Uh, you boys touched on it pretty well before, but soft enough, soft enough run home for them. And as I said, with all those outs in that game, I, I didn't, I wouldn't be too disheartened as a fan. Like, it was a disappointing loss, but Guru said, you didn't sort of feel they were too out of it the entire game. You throw in the fact they then lose Ben Shaboyevic early on. Um, sure, we'll get to it shortly, but it forced Josh Schuster into playing big minutes, whatever. I do not know what's going on there, but. Uh, you know, someone like Josh Alloway, who's been really good this year, cannot take a trick with injuries or all sorts of things, but played 79 minutes <coughs> 79 in the middle. minutes in the middle. So all these sorts of things tying into it, um, you know, it just wasn't their night. It wasn't their week with the COVID outs as well. So yep. I think they'll be all right and yeah, every chance at nabbing that eighth spot. Josh Schuster. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> He's now the third choice left edge back rower for the Manly Seagulls, seemingly. Um, That's what I was trying to say a few weeks ago. I was like, what's doing there? Like, you just moved on foreign. And I had a few people going like, bro, like, just, it's not a not a big deal. I'm like, it kind of is a big, it's, huge. it's like, he's your guy going yeah. forward and he's getting demoted, like, all the way down. Like, he's got, how is he going to improve so dramatically in the next six months that he's gone from a third string wide running forward to your main number six. Now, obviously, Schuster can do that. He's incredible, incredibly talented. But I'm just concerned what's going on there. Like, we're seeing the start of something. I, I think it, it almost feels like the start of Attention. a flush. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. It's strange. And I mean, he's come back from injury. Maybe he's not at his best fitness. Play him in reserve grade for 60 minutes yeah. instead of playing him for 15 minutes off the bench if there's the one thing Seagulls. Schuster would need it's his fitness like there's there's no questioning his skill set there's no questioning his talent or his ability it would just be that getting minutes and like yeah he, okay he's guaranteed that six jersey is he yeah. I, like right now yeah, I've got the young foreign coming through I think we all forget too like I think it's part of Cade Cuss's contract that if he comes back to the NRL it has to be with the Manly Seagulls like I don't think that door is completely shut either I'm have they made an error with foreign getting letting go Maybe. I think they, like, look, it's hard because we haven't seen him play yet. Yeah. But, like, right now, if I'm manly higher up, so I'm getting a bit like, ooh. How are they giving him a chance, though? Like, it took two COVID outs to starting back rowers and then a Ben Trebojevic concussion for him to play more than 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I mean, you'd also argue that he's <clears throat> gone on the field, played 63 minutes, and they got belted. Um, he's come on the field, not saying it was his fault, but the last couple of weeks, and I think it was against Melbourne, he came mm-hmm. on for that last 10 and they got decimated. So it's hard to knock the actual decision-making. Yep. He plays big minutes and they get belted. But There's got to be a reason for it, though. There's you know? definitely a reason. God knows what it is, but it just when something doesn't make sense this badly... Something's going on. Well, because like, on, unfortunately, and, and you know, he had four errors, four errors. Like that's, you know, I feel like when he was coming through, this is what we said. We said the one thing that you have to be concerned with a guy like Schuster is that the errors, like the offloading, the the loose carries, because all that magic he produces, unless you pick your times, it can be it can be just spiral out of control. Another good example of that is a guy like Zach Lomax. It's like that flick pass. If I'm a coach, I know you don't want to stifle young, incredible talents that Zach Lomax is, but I'm almost saying, mate, let's go one game, no flick passes. Mm. I just want you to run fucking hard and just hard and straight. 
because <clears throat> I guarantee then the flick passes, they'll come. It'll be more natural. The, the, the moment you'll see it, you'll feel it. Um, in, in like Schuster, is a similar situation where you go, mate, I just want you running the ball hard. And no, fast. I reckon they're both in the exact same <clears throat> situations. And, you know, without jumping, I'm not within that camp. But there, there was another, there was a flick pass that Lomax threw in that game. Mm. Mate, you could see on Tao Tao Mogus face, he was just going, what the, what are you doing? Mm. Like you could see, you could see the frustration in that moment. That and you could see Lomax's frustration too, because he was, he felt like he knew, he was yeah, there. Yeah, it's, uh, but, yeah. and then, yeah, fuck. And two, I, I, yeah, you go. I was just say two months ago, we were talking about, there's all the contract speculation around Josh Schuster and, you know, he wanted to be, was a guaranteed the 5 spot. And we spoke about it quite in depth, how to manly keep him happy, this boom sort of rookie, such a promising future ahead of him. <laughs> Now they won't even play him. <laughs> I know it's bizarre. Like, I just it. It's so strange. It's just so strange. Like, because like you okay, you you want to assign blame, so you want to go okay. Well, did Schuster get what he wanted and then take the foot off the pedal, or mm. did the club get what they wanted and say we well, got you now? So you know, I can sit I on the bench. Know. I just it makes no sense. Like it makes no. How can they go from three months? Oh. Eight weeks ago, like. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Getting rid of Foreign to keep him. Like a club, like everyone loves Foreign at Manly. Making this huge sacrifice as a team. Just eight weeks down the track, he can barely get a run. Like I just, yeah. I want to know what's going on there, because he's so talented. He's probably, you know, maybe um, being hyper, hyperbole, but hyperbolic, hyperbole. Is it hyperbole or hyperbolic? Either or. Either or. Anyway, <laughs> like talent-wise, in a key position, you could argue rookie. He's probably the most talented rookie in the comp right now. In a key position, I'm trying to think of another six or seven that has, like you've got Sam Walker. Um, you know, he's maybe a bit further along than than uh, Schuster. But, like, Schuster, because you've got the talent, but then you've got the size as well, you know. I, yeah. Hopefully they can sort it out because Schuster, mate, if he, if he sorts it everything out, his highlight reel will be absolutely incredible. It is interesting, though, because there are obviously a few guys that are under that um, um, same management as Josh Schuster as the Manly Seagulls, like Moses Sully was. He's been flushed out. You've got Jason Saab. Um, you've got Ola Kawatu as well. Mm. You've got all the Finu boys as well. So I, I, I think it's crown uh, management. <coughs> and, and we know that, you know, managing teams have say over clubs. Mm. They've got a lot of their superstars and yeah. it sort of looks like slowly all these guys are sort of being on, on the outside. Yeah. If anyone knows how to sort it out, it's Des. I tell you what. I mean, another interesting thing is guess who was number 21? Uh, Weeks. Well, he played though. Yeah, I know. Oh, but right. Yeah, like, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like he made his debut. Guess what position he plays? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I hope it isn't. I hope everything is fine, but that is bizarre. Like on the day that he can't barely get a start, like because he's a third string wide running forward, you debut your next half in line. Oof. 
be interesting too. I think um, Finu's court case kicks back off. Yep. And on, mate, on top of all of that, um, it was only a few weeks ago they were talking about there may be a backflip from Forum. So there's clearly a, some noise there as well. What do you got there, Timmy? <laughs> Breaking news from two hours ago, to be fair. So rugby league, former Gold Coast captain Kevin Proctor in hot water after vaping inside dressing sheds at halftime in Titans lost to Canterbury. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a fuck? And he wasn't, he wasn't playing. <laughs> he wasn't. Oh, my God. Vaping at halftime. Oh, that's rugby league rugby written all over. He's not playing and he had a little vape. In, <laughs> oh, my God. Who cares? I know. I, I was coaching two years ago and we were about to start our game uh, and I – I had the team together and I was like, where's my front row? I couldn't find any of the boys. Mm. And I was looking for them. Trying to, we were about to run on the field. And I remember I went into the bathrooms and there was just this one cubicle with just purple smoke. Yeah. <laughs> I was hell. like, are you boys for real? <laughs> Opened the door. It was like gorillas in the mist trying to get everyone out. It was just, oh. You know what's funny is like with the, the vaping of Proctor, the argument will be, oh, it's a bad example. But it's like, bro, no one would have known about it if you didn't write about it. You know what I mean? Like, no one knew about it until you wrote about it. Um, what do you got there, Manny? Oh, I was just going to add, he he put it on his, um, like, it, the, the article seemed like, like, I clicked it thinking, oh, he, he was playing. That's like, that's how the article's yeah. angled. Yeah. But then you actually read the article and it's like, nah, he wasn't playing and he's, he's going to be in trouble because he can't vape indoors or, or some bullshit like that. Yeah, that's he the can't. journalism that's very uncool. Yeah, that's <laughs> where you're going, journos, bruh. Yeah. Come cool, on, Because yeah, all, all Proctor did, he put it on his story. Like he was vaping on his Instagram story. So they've just ripped it from oh that. God. Oh, see, that's gross journalism where you're like, when we've had the weekend of footy that we've had, that's what you choose to write yeah. about. When you could be writing in incredibly in-depth about the Tigers call and, you know, the doggies or Kalen Ponga's head knocks. Like, there's so much to talk about, and grown, that's what we're talking about. Grown man vaped. Yeah, grown man vaped, and he wasn't playing. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, look, Manly, I, it, what sucks is, like, we've, we, it seems like we're speaking quite neg negatively of the situation, but I actually think Manly deserve a lot of credit for playing such good footy after losing a guy like Tom Trebojevic, very easy. Like two years ago, like two seasons ago when he didn't start, they were a shell of a club. Mm. And then now Des has built them up to where, you know, you're right, they could definitely be playing finals footy by the end of the year. So that absolutely, I don't think, I don't think the score kind of reflects how, like Dragons were definitely the better side, but I think the Seagulls were kind of in it for a lot of the game. Uh, you know, yeah, for sure. Um, so they deserve that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.